When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. To open the scoring in the Super Bowl, Moody gives it the locks. Great fly. Good strike. Right through. San Francisco score first. First and goal. Hand off to Pacheco. Raced out to the left. Beat the first tackle. Ran oh, he stopped it. It's out. 49ers swarm. The 49ers have recovered the fumble. Takes the snap. Mahomes backs away in the pocket. He's been given plenty of time until he slipped out of the first tackle. Got caught in the second. Sacked again. Mahomes is having a devil of a time. Throws it out to the left quickly. They're going to toss it around. Jennings to McCaffrey. Runs it up the middle. The running man is thrown in. Christian McCaffrey. And a brilliantly designed play. Stands in the pocket. Let's fly. Touchdown. Valdez Scantling. Simple as that. Purdy dries the hands. Takes the snap. Throws to the right. Jennings with the catch. Stunt slips the tackle. Touchdown. It is a 29-yard field goal attempt for Harrison Butker. He won last year's Super Bowl to tie it up and force overtime. He'll do it. Mahomes. Takes the snap, runs out right, throws, Hartman takes the catch, and the winning touchdown is scored. The legend of Patrick Mahomes grows. An overtime win as the Chiefs' kingdom becomes a dynasty, and Patrick Mahomes heads off on his lap of honour. Just know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Just know that. Just know that. What a great quote that was from Pat Mahomes. Jared Waitley's at the airport in Las Vegas. Jared, good morning to you. What's the cleanup look like after one hell of a party? Hello again. I did go for a walk this morning and it's a bit like the day before, a town that looked like it had partied all night. The deconstruction was underway and it was much quieter. Although I will say that still both sets of fans were sporting their colours as they began the, the pack-up and they head to the airport as well. It is one of the features of the travelling fans. They they stay in uniform virtually the whole time that they're away. Uh, there were some long faces from the 49ers fans who haven't tasted success now since the mid-90s. And I was thinking the extra sting of it is if you've paid about 12 grand for your ticket to watch your team lose a thriller, it, it probably makes it hurt just that little bit more. You'd have a long face for sure. Nothing to show for it, nothing in the bank account yeah. either, perhaps. Um, the Chiefs, as I said, they're battle-tested. They've always figured it out. And that great quote from Pat Mahomes, you know, we're never underdogs. So on that final drive in overtime, I'm not sure about you, but did it have a sense of inevitability about it? Well, that was always the premise of the game, was if it was on the line in the final play, who's 
hands did you want the ball in? And that was Patrick Mahomes. Now, he'd had a dress rehearsal at it uh, in regular time and had to settle for the field goal to tie things up and then spent seven minutes constructing a drive that was fraught at various stages, including the fourth and inches that he had to run himself to keep it all alive. The Super Bowl could have ended there. But he used all that he had at his disposal. He used Pacheco on the run. He used Kelsey to great effect. He used Valdez Scantling. He used Rice. So it wasn't uh, predictable. It wasn't one-dimensional. He went himself when it was necessary, a 19-yard run, which had such strong echoes of what had happened decisively a year before, and then basically ran that same misdirection play um, to the sweep out to the right to the uncovered man in the touch, zone, uh, touch uh, in the end zone for the touchdown that they ran twice last year in the fourth quarter. They ran it in overtime, and McCole Hudman was was unmarked for the winner. So yes, is uh, the, the one of the one of the observations this morning is that this was Mahomes' worst year, and this was supposed to be the Chiefs' gap year, and they still won the Super Bowl. So. There's a forlorn aspect uh, in the commentariat and, and the rival fan bases around how to rein them in with a third title in six years. So Gavin and Aubrey points to not the fumble by Pacheco in the red zone, but the missed extra point by Moody under the roof, he says, yeah. in perfect conditions. It changed all the momentum. So they're up 10-3 at the half. Brock Purdy nails his first half a dozen passes. He's looking really comfortable early. They're coming up trumps everywhere, and yet the advantage is only seven at the main break. So the list of what-if questions from a 49ers perspective would be long, I would have thought. Yes, and even the opening drive of the game, where they started so well, Purdy especially, and he used the various weapons he had, but McCaffrey fumbled the ball. So it was so interesting watching McCaffrey do his thing is, he would bounce around like off a almost a, a jumping castle. He would bounce off defenders and keep plays going longer in the search of extra yards as the powerhouse runner that he is, but it made him vulnerable to the ball popping out, and that is what happened. So they might have scored very early on after that. The, the missed uh, extra point just changed the maths of the whole game, which made overtime, you could sort of see overtime coming from a little way off, and that's... Yeah, is we they look they kicked beautifully. They broke all records, Moody and Bucker, but there was the one that didn't clear the line and mm. stretched up defenders of the Chiefs were able to get a hand to it. So in a game that was tied at the end of regulation, that one missing point is significant. They went through a phase, I think the forty ers in the, the third quarter where they looked uh, they looked toothless on offense and that they were throwing the ball more than probably they had throughout the season. But they, they played well as this is one of the... It's not dissimilar to the Brisbane Lions sitting there and assessing their grand final. That They played well. A lot of what they planned worked. They harassed Mahomes for excellent portions of the night. There are those who think Nick Bosa had the 49ers one, would have been the, the MVP for the work that he did on defence. McCaffrey's first half was, was outstanding in what he put together. The cleverly designed plays that they tried as Jennings with the hot hand all night. So... Yeah, they'll feel especially unfulfilled having done a lot right that they still couldn't beat the Chiefs, which is not not terribly dissimilar to what happened in Miami four years ago. So sometimes you just bow to the individual brilliance of a man who's, I know you've been big on this, whose legacy continues to grow and was unmistakable not to have it the headline act at the end. Yeah, so... The, the, the Chiefs owed their defence all season, and they owed their defence particularly through the first half, mm. as you observed. 
And then Mahomes found a bit of rhythm after that. And he didn't make the, the long, he only made the one long bomb play to Hardman. And that didn't result in a score because the Pacheco fumble came after that. So this was a different, the whole year was a different version of Mahomes. And part of that is out of necessity. Once the quarterback gets played in the, paid in the salary cap league, you have to improvise thereafter. Their defense had never been better, but their offense had never been weaker under Mahomes. Yet he still got it to work. Even Hardman's such an interesting figure, as Ben Graham was recounting. He got traded to the Jets, and the Jets ended up trading him back. And there he was catching the, the winning pass in a, in a Super Bowl. But, yeah, the, the dynasties that run through American football, through the, the history of it, has been recounted today. Um, we, in, in our time, we, we remember the San Francisco 49ers under Montana and Rice, uh, and then the Patriots have their years in a couple of different phases, and now Mahomes has got his going with the Chiefs. Uh, three in six years, he's still a young man as far as all of all of it goes, and and this was the the weakest that they had been on offense, and he's still able to get it work to to work through the last three playoff games. At two on the road, one in neutral territory, all as underdogs. Um, when many were, were prepared to dismiss them as a force, there they were holding the trophy. Travis Kelsey, big story coming in, of course, for all the reasons. Off yeah. the field, we know that. But at halftime, one reception for one yard. He was uh, he was just bearing witness to to a, to a game at that stage that was well and truly going against Kansas City. Now, what? How did you take in the scenes on the on the touchline with the confrontation with the coach Andy Reid? I was, uh, I'll be honest, I was gobsmacked. How did you observe it in real time? Oh, it was so weird. And had they lost, this would have, this would be a huge story. In victory, both of them are able to laugh it off. The coach says Kelsey keeps him young, and and Kelsey just talked about the the desire and the the boiling frustration and being able to give voice to that. But it was incredibly odd. It was aggressive from Kelsey um, to bowl up to the coach who seemingly had no awareness that he was coming at him. Exactly what his point was is, yes, he, he wanted to score. Um, Reed says his enthusiasm and that is not born out of frustration. And yet it was sort of hard not to have the overlay that with all that has been swirling around him and the attention that he wanted his piece of the action in the Super Bowl and he couldn't get it. Uh, he did in the second half. He, he was he was outstanding after that. And I think particularly that what ends up being the penultimate um, play where it's a short pass from Mahomes to him. He's behind the line of scrimmage and he gets the yards for the first down mm. to make the, the final play possible. That's the that's the powerhouse that he is. It's not only his skill in taking catches and, and, and getting the yards after reception and even after contact. So, yeah, two vastly different halves. Had they lost, uh, that would be... I feel like it would, it would be debated endlessly and... The blowback for him would be enormous, but all of these things get forgiven in victory, don't they? Yeah, we're going to chat to Todd Lebo on the ground over there in Kansas City in a moment. I'm really keen to ask him that question later on, Jared. So in celebration, are you having Travis Kelsey's Viva Las Vegas or are you having Sticks Kernahan stand by your man? <laughs> yes, well, he gave it a lot. I'll tell you what I'm having. I'm having Taylor Swift chugging the beer on the big screen in the stadium and slamming the plastic cup down. Now, as I understand it, that didn't make it onto the TV coverage. It would have been instantly iconic if it had done, and it sets her up perfectly for a trip to Australia. Um, so that was a great moment within the stadium. Yeah, is is Kelsey did a few different renditions of varying songs as well at, at stages of the night. So he's got a bit of sticks in him. 
if if only he had poured the beer on his head at the end. Indeed, indeed. Now it's as we know, it's an entertainment package as much as a as a sporting one. Men on roller skates. Are you you coming at that? Did you ever get the skates out as a young fella? No, I, that was a little bit lost on me. I must say <laughs> that, that was it was a visual spectacle in the stadium. It's all the the trick lights that they had going on lanyards right around the stadium. So it, it looked spectacular, but I wasn't terribly, I didn't have instant recognition on Usher's songs. And I must say, because the genre is not mine, I, I couldn't pick who was being trotted out at various stages. So uh, the reviews are good and I'm glad you enjoyed it, Sam, but that, that halftime show was a bit lost on me. <laughs> Well, we wish you we wish you well, safe travels. Uh, I've got to say, what's the airport look like on the day after a, a Super Bowl, though? It, look, I, I've experienced this each year. Touch wood is there are all sorts of warnings. They have a four three two one plan, so uh, plane trip four hours beforehand, check in three hours beforehand, clear security two hours beforehand, be at the gate one hour beforehand. But the the system here works so well all the time that. You just, it's straight through. So they've, they have done a splendid job in the staging of it, Las Vegas, and that stretches to the departures as well. They say it's the busiest day in the history of the airport. And they're, they're handling it brilliantly. So, um, yeah, as I feel like Vegas, it's a certainty that the, the Super Bowl will return to Vegas and regularly. They'll be, they'll be one of the key planks on a five or six year cycle, I reckon, given what we've just lived through. Well, maybe by then you will be a Vegas man. I know that was, uh, obviously a source of intrigue right <laughs> I, there. I had, a, I had a little try last night, Sam, and, and I didn't really last 20 minutes. So, uh, a beer, we, we played blackjack is, um, craps was too intimidating, although I really, really would like to have done it. Uh, but I was out so quickly that it just confirmed I'm not a Vegas guy. I feel like I made the absolute most of what was on offer to me, but that part of it will never quite be me. And as is pointed out off the text, a really, really unfortunate clash with another rendition of Glenn Maxwell Day. You would have been shattered to miss that. Because, I know. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I was thinking prepping uh, for the Monday morning show, all Super Bowlers. We, we could have got an hour out of that. I, I've watched the highlights. I've taken it all in. I'm so glad that he did it in Australia at some point during a disjointed summer. And it's a bit irresistible, isn't it, to play Maxwell and Fraser McGurk in the same team just for, just for a lark? Um, if they don't do that later on today, they, they will have missed a significant opportunity. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And the best part was that Maxie did it on return to Adelaide, given his last visit to the City of Church. Yes, wasn't, yes. Wasn't so, wasn't so kind. Hey, great to have you on, Jared. As I said, safe travels as well. A text just dropped from James. Absolutely nailed the call, Jared, from start to finish. I don't follow NFL overly closely, but love listening to the call at work. So well done, mate, uh, to you and your team, and we'll catch you soon. That's very kind. Uh, yes, I'll look forward to keeping tabs on it. Yeah, I'm back in the chair on Monday. That'll be after Taylor Swift takes the MCG by storm. Um, I've, the girls have been making outfits for weeks. I just got myself a Travis Kelsey T-shirt to wear on the night. Very nicely done, Jared Waitley there over in Vegas en route back to uh, Australia Safe Travels. Jared, and yes, well, Taylor Swift on her way down under as well. Not far behind, Jared. Friday, Saturday and Sunday at the MCG.